Okay, flight crew. I uh, I gotta miss something, man. Uh, <laughs> yo, I, I have no idea what's gonna happen this election. I, I really don't. I mean, when it comes to winning, most likely Joe Biden's gonna win. That's what the polling says. But we know how the polling works. I mean, electoral college, anything can happen. It doesn't matter. We saw that last year for Trump winning. This year, incumbent president. I mean. They're most likely to win, even though Trump's down in the polls. He kind of has some momentum going in towards this election. So I don't know what's going to win. But more importantly, when it comes to the stock market, I mean, my goodness, you could be a trillionaire if you had a crystal clear vision of what's going to happen. Now, I recently put on a podcast of five stocks that I'm personally buying when it comes to this election, but maybe you're someone who likes the education. Maybe you're someone who likes to be a bit more risque and you want to invest depending on who you think is going to win. So, I mean, I was came across a couple of articles that I was reading and researching on and I'm like, you know who would really like this information? Of course, the flight crew. So in this video, I'm going to go over some of the stocks and some of the companies that are going to actually benefit depending on who wins. Now, I ran across a great article. Uh, This comes from Barron's.com, and this article goes over two sectors that really are going to benefit from Donald Trump's win. The first one, banking. Second one, oil and gas. Now, of course, you can get an ETF that represents all of banking. Same with ETF that represents all of oil and gas. But the thing that really fascinates to me about all these stocks that could possibly benefit is the fact of why they benefit depending on which president is going to win because i think that puts me in a mindset post the 2020 election of how i want to approach building my stock portfolio so banking first off is at an interesting spot because if you remember 2010 we were all kind of anti-banks right we all kind of had enough of them, right? We we did. They were evil people. They like sacrificed babies or something. I, I don't know. We just we just didn't want to deal with the banks anymore. And we just wanted the politicians to regulate Wall Street, lock them in cages, and kidnap their children or something. We were dark people back then. Nowadays, you don't really hear about that, right? No one's really talking about like stick the 1% bankers in a cage. No one is anti-banks now. Matter of fact, we're kind of more like anti-tech companies when you think about it. It's like, wait, wait, how much data does Facebook have on us? Cambridge Analytica, wait, what was the scandal that happened? I mean, Google, what, what are they doing behind the scenes? These are the kind of thoughts and ideas that we have in our head. So you know what that means? As the politicians are paying against attention to the tech people, the bankers can they can run free, baby, and do all and create all these weird financial instruments and financial derivative products they want. And as their regulation, you know, maybe they shackle the hinges that controlled them before, they can start to prosper. And of course, if Trump wins, you know he's boys with those boys. So they'll prosper. Oil and gas, kind of obvious. Joe Biden's a little against fracking. Trump, I mean, we've seen record productions of oil in America 
it's going to keep going, baby, when Trump wins. So those oil ETFs are going to pop. Now, let's talk about five no-brainer stocks that to buy if Joe Biden wins. Great article by themontleyfool.com. And they just go over five stocks. So I'm going to go over and spit some facts on these. First one, next, Era Energy. Super obvious, Biden Pro Renewable Energy, this company is in that field. Super obvious. Now, Inuit. Inuit's an interesting company. I love Mint.com. But, of course, Inuit is most known for the tax prep software system that it implements. And Joe Biden's basic prime thing that he wants to do, you know, the thing that you're seeing all the memes about with all the famous rappers complaining is he wants to increase the marginal tax rates on people who make over $400,000. Bad for them, probably a little bit great for anyone making less. And now anytime you see tax software changes, you know who really makes money? These tax software companies, because if you need to know the new tax codes and you need to know how to beat them, you got to use these companies. You got to get the professional packages that they offer. And that's how you make lots and lots of money. Third company is Flower. Biden is Democrat. Democrats like to spend money. Conservatives like to save money. When we spend money, mostly on infrastructure spending, guess who's going to make money? These big companies like Flower. Now, Flower, you know, all those infrastructure projects have to go somewhere. Flower is going to benefit. Very, very easy to know. Number four, Kirkland Lake Gold. Again, the overall idea is Democrats spend lots of money, conservatives save. Gold? Gold stocks could be a no-brainer, right? I mean, with lots of U.S. cash out there, the value of U.S. cash goes down, gold goes up. They could thrive. That's the thought about this one. Number five, think about this, right? With the ACA going to Supreme Court decisions, if the Democrats win... I mean, all that changes. Healthcare is back on top, baby. And if that's the case, Teladoc Health, I mean, they've already exploded this year. Here is another company that, you know, basically its primary role is to do, you know, health from a distance, you know, talk to your healthcare providers from a distance. And with innovative services like this in a healthcare environment, I mean, come on, it's so obvious. This company is going to the moon. Now, number five or the top five for the Republicans if they win. And again, this is MotleyFool.com. Great articles. Go check them out if you want. Now, with Trump, it's a bit different of an approach. Biden is going to want more government intervention when it comes to COVID. Trump's going to want less. Less COVID invention means more COVID spread, which means the COVID spread companies, the companies that take advantage of that are going to make money. So the first stock you have is Zoom. Of course, Zoom video has been an absolute beast. I mean, I use that work. Do you? It's an absolute beast. Went from absolute obscurity to the number one video software app everywhere. Trump wins easy investment. Even though it's rallied like crazy this year, I mean, it's only going to go up and up and up more, right? My God, I might have to get a Zoom account, to be honest. Number two, Chevron. Think about it. 
oil and gas company. Trump's wins. They're going to flourish. Easy, easy investment. Number three, Deer. I mean, I haven't really heard of a company called Deer, but essentially with the U.S. begun setting tariffs on trade with China in 2018, both countries said they're not backing down. Now, of course, China, for its parts, retaliated by cutting purchases of American agriculture. And to make up for this, the Department of Agriculture put out its highest level of farm subsidies in 14 years. Dear, that's why you should invest in it. I still have no idea what it means. Come on, Motley Fool. You need a more clear paragraph than that. Bank OZK. Just think about it. Um... You think about Trump's tax cuts, they're dope for big businesses. And of all the corporate winners, banks may have benefited the most, gaining not only from the reduction in tax rate, but also from more preferable treatment of pass-through companies, which a pass-through company is just a company where it doesn't pay a portion of its profits to the IRS. So a company like Bank OZK, the holding company that operates the Bank of the Ozarks, Shout outs to the Ozarks Great Netflix show. It's a real estate loan portfolio may be concentrated in larger COVID-19 exposed metro metropolis areas. But the bank recently hiked its dividend for the 40th consecutive quarter. The loans on the books are high quality. The bank consistently has a lower percentage of charge-offs than the industry average. The bank also outperforms in industry in a key measures of profitability. So Realistically, financial stocks, you know, are going to do well. Bank of OZK is positioned to take advantage of Trump's tax cuts. Of course, if Joe Biden gets office, he will try to repeal those tax cuts a little bit, change the tax code a little bit. And Bank OZK, if Trump wins and the tax cuts stay the same, they're a big winner. And number five, Avi, as we said before, Joe Biden hard on these drug companies. He's getting to the table. He's going to negotiate. Trump's all about that America, baby. He's all about the nation, all about strong American companies, all about free trade and the marketplace wins and dictates everything. If you know the pharmaceutical industry, you know these prices are crazy. I mean, you don't need to know Martin Skelly or whatever his name is to know that these health prices are absolutely out this world in America. Avi is a company that basically gets rich off that, right? They're a company, they're a pharmaceutical company. They're going to make a lot of money in a Trump era where there's going to be little scrutiny on these health companies, these pharmaceutical companies. I mean, of course, to appease the people, he'll do some things, but Joe Biden's obviously going to take out a bit of a harder stance on it. So if Joe Biden wins, Avi might not be as profitable. If Trump wins, it's it's a business, baby, and Avi's going to make lots of money. So those are the companies that are going to prosper depending on who wins. Um, as I said, I'm not going to be investing in any of these, to be honest, none of them. I'm trying to simplify my portfolio. I still like all my tech stocks that I pick. I still like playing technical uh, pariah and buying at decent times. And that's why I'm not necessarily investing in these. However, in the future, as I expand my portfolio, right now I'm contracting it. So my portfolio was around at the highest point, 90K. And then I'm trying to withdraw it down. I don't think I'm ever going to really cross 100K as I start to diverse or divest into different avenues. Um, you know, I'm divesting in real estate and sports cars, as I said in a previous podcast. 
But if I do start to expand my portfolio and I start to want to add different industries in there, I always like to keep in mind and see what's happening in the industry, which companies are expected to profit, because that's how I can, if I have a windfall of cash, be willing to put into a company I believe in. You know, it's hard to really, you know, as you know, a lot of us are full-time workers and we do stuff part-time. It's hard to really put that effort, put that energy into really investing in a company. But of course, if you heard of that company throughout the years, you've been following it throughout the years and you see a great time to buy it based on economic trends or based on, you know, what's happening in the industry and based on your actual portfolio and your risk positions, then, I mean, that's the time to go in, right? Right? And because you've been doing research on the years, it doesn't seem so foreign. It doesn't seem so risky because you know exactly what you're going into. So right now, I'm not investing in any of these companies. But, hey, two years from now, that could be a different fly, Stewie. And as always, the best, most brightest investors are the uneducated ones. That's because the uneducated investor, they never stop learning. It's at FlySu on Twitter. If you want to holler at me, holler at me there or leave a five-star review with your question there. Of course, five-star reviews help the algorithm, and it helps us get out the hood a little bit. And as always, it's your pilot, Fly Stewie, and we, Fly Crew, have to take off.